Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Maureen, Eddie, Carlo, Julia, Bernarda, Robert, Louis, Hurley. As you can see, a lot of people on the line today. Fillmore, welcome. Welcome, everyone. If you have any questions, this is the time to ask. I'm going to get started with the questions that some of you ask during the past week via forum or after watching the modules in the comments below the videos, all right? I'm gonna get started, please. Any questions for today? I'm gonna ask here questions for today. I'm sure all of you have at least two or three questions. Please write them down here. This is the time to help you answer them, all right? Let's get started. Let me share my screen with you. Some of you I saw on Friday during our Miami real estate show, we had Riley Smith, the number one agent in 2019 in South Florida, for those of you who are in South Florida. So let's get started with today. And the first question is, good morning, Orlando. I joined the webinar this morning, but I had a bad connection. I was getting dropped and could not ask many questions. As a newly licensee agent who lives in Miami Shores, my concern is that a handful of expert realtors are already operating in this fairly small community. Do I focus on another area because of this, or do I stay within the community I've lived within the last 10 years? Thank you very much. So very, very common, very important question, guys. So to answer this, very simple. Remember, where we're targeting an, uh, an area, we want to ideally find an area of at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Please write this down again. We want to find an area of at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. The ideal situation is that those 80 to 90 properties sold are a month of total of 2,000 properties. So 2,000 properties, 80 to 90 properties sold. If that area all right, doesn't have at least 80 to 90 properties sold one more time, within the last 12 months, then we need to expand that area until we get at least those numbers. Now, I suggest, highly, highly, highly suggest that you stay within one mile radio or where, of where you live. And in this case, this specific agent has been in that area for 10 years. That is the area you know the most. No other area in your city you know more than where you've lived for the past 10 years. Usually because you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner there, you're there every single day of the week. In order to go to another area, you got to get, get out through your area and get in back to your home through your area. Now, the specific question, and please, guys, pay very, very close attention to what I'm about to say. The specific, specific question was, do I go to another area because I have a lot of top agents in my community? The, the radical answer to that is no no, no, it doesn't matter where you go, you're always going to find top agents. So it's much easier to compete with top agents in the area where you know you have expertise, you have specialized knowledge, than going to an, another area which I can guarantee it's going to have top agents and don't know much about that community. By the way, if you find a community where there are not top agents, it only means that that community is not good enough, it's not big enough. So don't worry about competition because you can't fix that. 
you won't find. Real estate is a very, very, very old business. And you won't find an area where there are not top agents, period. All right. So stop thinking about your competition in your area and start focusing on how can you increase the value of your services by developing the specialized knowledge. Now, again, pay very close attention to what I'm about to say right now, because this is the way you compete with top agents in your community. So I'm the new agent. Let's say I had Riley last week in the Miami real estate show. Right, so right here, if I were to be Riley Smith, share right, right here, let me share with you. I had Riley Smith, and this is, this is some footage from, and I think you can see it now. Yes, you can see it. So this is some footage from the event, right? Right here, Riley Smith. So if I'm, I'm going to compete with Riley, I'm, and I'm a brand new agent, this is the way I'm going to do it, right? So, First and foremost, I said, Mr. Mr. Seller, I completely understand. You want to hire Riley Smith, the number one agent in Coconut Grove here in our community. Not only he has he's the number one, but he has the most experience. He's sold the most properties, and he has all the connections in the area. I got it. I look up to Riley. He's an amazing agent. Never put an agent down, especially if that agent is a bigger producer than you are, all right? So very, very important. So Mr. Agent, I completely understand you want to hire Riley for the job of setting your home, right? Now, I have something that Riley doesn't have. First, Riley doesn't need to sell your property. He wants to sell your property. The difference between Riley and I is that I need to sell it. Why? Very simple. I'm hungry. This is the only house that I have. This will be my full-time job. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying to hire me instead of hiring Riley. Why don't you have the best of both worlds? You hire Riley, and at the same time, you hire me. We call list the property. Riley gets 2.75% of the commission. I get 0.25% of the commission. By the way, I'll be here working your property as much as I can because all I want is to make sure that I showcase your property every single week, at least two times a week doing open houses. And by the way, if 35 to 45 days from now, you don't like what I've done, you can fire me. I don't deserve to be part of your sale. Got it? So I'm offering you to have the best of both worlds, having the number one agent in the community, Riley Smith, who has all the experience, all the knowledge, all the connections, and having me, the person who is new, who's hungry, willing to work 24 seven, doing at the least, showcasing your property at least two times a week, doing open houses, calling all my affairs of influence, making sure that I get your home sold and you won't pay a penny more. And by the way, if 30 to 45 days from now, you don't like what I've done, for the effort of selling your home, you can fire me. I don't deserve to be involved in the sale of your property. Fair enough. Riley will get 2.75, I'll get 0.75. Now, many of you right now listening to me and watching me will say, you're crazy, Orlando. I would never do that. I'm not never going to lower my commission. Well, as an experience, very simple. How am I going to 
compete against an agent that is way more, that is a proven agent, has solid track record, and I'm new in my area. Understand that this is all about marketing. Let's change it and let's not get offended and let's make start making business decisions, right? Let's start thinking as business people. I mean, I see a lot of agents that get offended. I'm not going to lower my commission. I work too hard. I know so much. It's a business decision. It's not about the percentage. It's about what's going to benefit, benefit your business. Sometimes I don't even charge my clients for a real estate transaction because it's, I know it's going to give bring me way more business or a connection, something of interest for my business, right? So it's a, it's a win-win situation. Forget about, stop focusing only on the commission. Guys, your only job in your new community, your only job when you're new to a community and you don't have any listings is to get at least two or three listings. Because the listings are not the number one lead source for, for more listings. It's your number one seller's lead source. You need to get in front of people. And there is not an easier way to get in front of potential sellers in your area than having listings. And the more you have, the better. You are having free advertising 24-7. By the way, it's better than advertisement because with an advertisement, you're saying you are the best. You're saying that you're active. With a listing, people see you that you're active. People see that somebody put their trust on you. People see that somebody else already thought you were capable of selling their home because they see your name on the for sale sign. You have your phone, your website, your picture out there 24 seven. Let me ask you, how much would it cost you to put a, a, an ad in your community? How much money a month? Well, this is free advertisement. By the way, one more thing before you scream at me, because I've said this many times before in seminars, I'm at, I'm, I'm at all in a stage of bewilderment. I mean, I can't believe that some agents still don't use that practice and they actually get offended. I'm going to give you the biggest, not one of the, the biggest, the biggest energy company in the world. One more time. The biggest energy company in the world. They dominate the energy drinks worldwide. That's Red Bull, right? When they go to a campus, what do they do? They have promotions, right, for the freshmen uh students what do they do they give away their products right they are not saying i'm the number one company look at me i literally invented the energy drinks why would i give them away everybody knows who we are no 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 no, no. they want to give them away they want people to taste their products even though most people have already have it's a marketing decision it's a business decision i want you to have as many listings immediately the faster the better and then you can increase your commission in the future it's all a marketing decision it's all a business decision so one more time in order forget about your competition you're going to find competition anywhere you go and whenever you have competition this is the exact strategy i wanted to use is it going to work every single time of course not but it's going to highly increase the chances of you getting listers listings uh, uh, sooner rather than later. All right. So right here, I'm going to go with questions right here. Good morning. Ainor Carlos says, what are the top 12 performance productivity tips from the time management? And what are the things 
that contents allow you to do. All right, let's go into that, and then I'm gonna go. Good morning, Anne Marie. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this answer this question. I'm gonna go back, Carlos. Let me go back first to the two questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, Carlos. So I'm not gonna give you the twelve. I'm gonna give you the top three for management tips that I have. So I'm gonna switch right now to listings, please, guys. I have a lot of people on the on, on the line. Many of you have said already good morning to me. I know you have questions about your farm area, about your target area, and I also know that you have a lot of questions. I'm sorry, guys, there's a phone. And you also have a lot, a lot of questions about your, uh, oops, leave. Sorry, guys, something went in. Let me, uh, there you go. So, and I know you also have a lot, a lot of questions regarding listings. So please ask me as many questions about listings as possible. Remember the old saying, in order to last, you have to list. It is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Becoming a top listing agent doesn't happen overnight. But having listings give you the free marketing, give you the control, give you the, the control of the inventory, gives you the presence in the market, right? It allows you to leverage yourself. You can't work with three, five, three to five buyers, three, four, five buyers in one day. But definitely, you know, you and I know that you can have 15, 20, 30 listings at a time. So please make sure that you start today, if you haven't started yet, to think about how you can improve your listing business. It is critical to your long-term success in real estate. One more time, it's not going to happen overnight, but the sooner you get started, the sooner you're gonna see results, right? So Carlo, right here, uh, productivity tips, uh, and uh, you know the seven things content allow you to do. I'm gonna go very quick about the three things that I wanna give you up about productivity. Number one, uh, number one tip, the day starts the night before. Please write that down, guys. Uh, if you see my calendar, and I have a digital calendar, you can have the real estate calendar from the site, it's completely free, just download it. You need to make sure when I say the day starts the night before, Carlo, I mean that I need to be ready, I need to know exactly what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. So. The night before the day starts, I gotta have everything ready. So right here, you're gonna see in my calendar today, this is three, two, right? Three, two, and I have everything done, everything until 8 p.m. today. Everything is scheduled. I know exactly what I'm doing today, but I didn't fill this out today. I did it last night, Sunday. I can invest 10, 15 minutes on my of my energy in the morning, which is the most valuable energy, Carlo, to do it in the morning. Remember, the most valuable energy we have when we are our highest in terms of attention, all right, it's in the morning, when we're fresh, when we don't have that many distractions, all right? Willpower starts very high in the morning, Carlo, but it starts to diminish by the end of the day, by, by, by uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the more the day passes. For example, I'll give you an example for most of you. Most of, most of us have, been through a diet before, right? So in the morning we wake up and we say, I'm gonna have a great day today. I'm gonna exercise. I'm going to uh, make sure that I eat very well. I'm gonna have a very slim breakfast for lunch. I'm gonna have a salad, right? And we do that in the morning and it's great in the morning, but by two or 3 p.m., what starts to happen? That willpower starts to diminish, right? And we see that little chocolate cooking and say, I'm not gonna take it right now. And you know, it's, I know I'm in a, I wanna lose weight, but by 6 p.m., we are driving 
home, we are tired. And when we get home by 7.30, what do we do? We open that refrigerator and we eat everything inside. And then next day, and then next day we say, I'm going to start all over again. Why did I give you this example? Because in the morning, we have more willpower, we have more attention. So in the morning, we can waste 10, 15 minutes just uh, sketching out what we're going to do during the day. So first and foremost, the day starts the night before. Second, Carlo, very important to everybody else right here in the call. I know there are a lot of questions. Guys, please ask him here in the, in the, in the right side of, the, of your screen. Second, very, very important. There is a saying that goes like this. Once you leave home, the day is no longer yours. One more time. Once you leave home, the day is no longer yours. So once I leave my office, this is for you guys, for my clients. I have a couple of clients coming right now at 11. I have one-on-ones. I have a lunch uh, with the developer. Then I have three more one-on-ones today. Uh, and then I have my the daily calls with my real estate clients, right? From five to eight, right? So I'm busy the whole day, like all of you. My day belongs to my clients once I get to the office. So in the house, I get myself, and I'm not asking you to do that much. I do an hour and a half of specialized knowledge marketing. For example, today I was reading, today I was reading this, right? The real deal. That was in the morning, right? This paper, all about real estate, right? And by the way, guys, you on the platform, you don't even have to read this. I filter, we, the team filters here, the information you need to know about your area. If you go to our platform, I'm, I'm going to show you right now. If you go to our platform, I'm going to show you right here. Let me share my screen with you. Entire screen. This is something you should read every single day. So go to the forum every single day. Let me see right here. Uh, right here member login so number one in the morning i do a specialized knowledge and number two i do a lot of marketing and marketing marketing analysis right so you're going to see here okay you go for example to the forum english and you're going to see it here in the forum oops right here i'm sorry I'm getting started right here you see all the information right you're going to see information about what's happening, all right, in the area. Let's start coaching here. You go here, for example, right, and you're gonna see all the content here, and you work all through the uh, all through the uh, through the forum every single day. That's developing your specialized knowledge. You can also go here to the real estate news, and we filter those news for you, especially for the for the people in south florida right powered by the monte organization miami real estate and here it is we give you all that information all that information right so you can read that we filter that for you so then you have to waste time looking for information so in the morning carlos who asked the question number one i have developed or you need to develop your specialized knowledge you're going to very quick learn number of properties for sale Average price in your area, highest for sale, lowest for sale, average price per square foot, and days on the market. And then you're going to read news like this for about 15 to 20 minutes. You just want it to be, you know, if you do that every day, it add up, right? So you make sure you develop that. Number two, Carlo, very important, making sure that you develop your marketing skills. Go to Facebook, go to your postcards, go to your different marketing platforms and see what's working and what's not. Learn how to do that. All right. 
And then once you're done with that, you're ready to face the day and talk to your clients. Those two things, if you do it on a daily basis, if you do it for 20 to 30 minutes, will be more than enough. Imagine doing that every 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 single day for the next 30, 60, 90 days. How much will you know about your area? How much will you have developed your uh, uh, communication skills? Very, very important. Now. Seven things content allowed you to do. I'm gonna give you three very simple things content allowed you to do, guys. That's why content is so important. Now, right here are the, the questions, as you can see in the chat. And again, we have a lot of people, and we split any other question, any other question, questions, 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 all right? Uh, Carlo, content, very simple. Content allows you to position yourself as the expert of choice. Because now you're not talking about yourself. You're shifting the conversation from me, 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 me to giving them a lot of, a lot of, a lot of value. All right. Number two, content allows you to have the frequency and consistency, again, to position yourself as the expert of choice. If I don't have content, I can be sending my clients every single day. Look at me. Look at what I listed. Look at how good I am. Look at I'm number one. Everybody's number one. Everybody has a new listing, right? But the content allows you to position yourself as the expert of choice. Number three, content allows you to organize your thoughts because if you read that content and you become expert at that content, not only allows you to structure and organize your thoughts, but allows you to deliver your thoughts and your communication skills, put them, it's a completely, completely different level. So three things that content do for you. Very, very, very important. Fortunately for you, Carlin, for most people right here in the line, you already have, octopus right you already have the black box right here you already have the black box so you don't need to develop that much content what you need to do is to make sure that you read it that you understand it okay. very very good question Ana Maria Ana Maria Ana Maria nice to see you on Friday all right right here in the Miami real estate show I hope you enjoyed it uh, hello Orlando can we use those articles in the real estate news from the portal in our email blast in octopus Definitely you can, as long as you just copy the link, right? Because it shows the the, uh, the source, definitely you can, you should. So again, it's this is another way the platform is facilitating you content, Carlos, you were talking about to give to your audience, to send via email, to post on social media, to, to uh, pay campaigns for social media, to uh, propagate, to, to show that content to your people. Guys, it's all about frequency and consistency. And Riley said it on Friday, right? Let me show you right here. Uh, let me show it right here. Uh, let me go right here to what we had on Friday, right here. And Anna, you were uh, on the, on the, uh, in the show on Friday. Carlos couldn't come this time. Carlos usually come. And guys, we have a lot of people in the line today, but I don't see that many calls. So right here, this is what we learned, from, what I learned from Riley's interview. It's all about confidence, right? It's all about confidence, guys. He said it many, many, many times. The only way you develop that confidence is through knowledge, right? And he said it in a previous episode of the Miami Real Estate Show. We do not sell real estate. What we are selling is confidence. Nobody, nobody's born a listing agent. He said, he said it on Friday, I'm tired of working. You know, I realized early in my career that I could not be able to scale my business working with buyers. So I stopped working with buyers very early in my career. It's going to take you to become a good listing agent. So about five years, it's going to take you about 10 years to become a great listing agent. He's big, big like I am 
on uh, emails. Anna, I don't know if you remember how many emails Riley said he said sends to his database. Well, for those of you who couldn't be in the Miami Real Estate Show on Friday, Riley sends five to six emails, five to six emails to his whole database, five to six emails daily. My God, most people will die before the before doing that, right? By the way, that's not only Riley. Chad Carroll, Eloy Carmenate, those are top, top agents. Dina Goldentire, who we had in the show uh, two weeks ago, those are not only top agents, but they are dealing with multi-million dollar clients. And they send at least two emails per day. For some of you, that would be an atrocity. I mean, you would never think about doing that, right? Because it would bother too many people. It's way too intense. Yeah, it is intense, all right? I understand. Now, you will lose more clients for not being intense enough than being than because of you are too intense. I got it. And I'm not asking you to send one, two, three, four emails every day. But at least, at least you should do it three times per week. All right. Open houses, the number one lead source, sellers uh, lead source for agents. All right. So very, very, very important. I'm sorry, guys. It's uh, very, very important for you guys. Let me put it here in silence. Right. One more thing that I learned, you can be in real estate without a farm area. That was the first question today. Right. So watch your farm area. Watch your uh, module number one in our platform and how to identify that farm area. We give you every single tool to identify the most probable area that you should be listing on. I don't pre-qualify. Just go to the I just want to get in the room. Very important that Riley doesn't pre-qualify people. He just goes to the listing presentation, right? And then he says it's all about the follow-up. Very, very simple. Those are some of the things that I learned during the interview, all right? So, guys, very important. Make sure you go to, uh, to the Miami. You register early. As you can see, Anna, you were there. It was sold out. We have a couple of people standing up. And the week before, Carlo, actually two weeks before, you came to that one. Uh, with Dina Golden Tire, over $240 million in listings. And you saw also, Carlo, uh, you know, people are standing up. It fills uh, up very, very, very quick, right? For those of you in coaching, it's completely free. So make sure you register quick. It's a time uh, to, you know, spend time with me, with my team, with other agents in coaching, all right? Very, very valuable process. So Josefina says, I have a current listing where the client asked me, if I could price this home $40,000 over market price. Good question, Josefina. I'm obviously not getting any activity. Of course not. I have tried and sent him and discussed current market value, but he's still not wanting to reduce the price. What do you recommend? He's building new construction in another state, so he's also trying to ride the time. Well, very simple. Very, very important as well, Josefina. Something that I recommend every single agent is to have a conversation every single week with all of their sellers. So with this client, every Monday, and you say, Josefina, let's say you are Mr. Seller. Just want to make sure today that I'm getting your listing that we commit to talk to at least once per week. You can speak to me every single day of the week if you want. But on Monday specifically, we're going to take three to five minutes, no more than that, Mr. Seller, three to five minutes, all right, to discuss the current market situation. We're going to talk the number about the number of properties for sale, how many properties comparable to you to yours are for sale, what is the average price selling right now, what is the average price per square foot, 
what is the highest for sale right now, the lowest for sale, and days on the market. And based on that, we're gonna make sure that we get closer, you know, to being the most competitive property in the in the market, which is exactly where we wanna be, right? We wanna be the number one choice for potential buyers in the area. Now, Josefina, it doesn't mean that they are going to change the price immediately, but sellers are not dumb. They know exactly that, and especially if that person is a builder, they know that they're overpriced, all right? So in your case, again, you can't force that person to lower the price. All you can do is your job, which is informing your client that that property is overpriced. They're going to see it anyways. If, by the way, most likely they already know it. But your job is to every single weekend do an open house in that community and knock on every single neighbor's door. Hi, Mr. Owner, just to let you know that I have an open house today in 103 and 123 Main Street. We would love to have you there. We're gonna talk about there in the open house about the three things you need to sell your home, right? And the five mistakes owners in our community make. So I'll be more than glad to have you there. We're also gonna have some outdoors and it would be lovely if we have three to five minutes to discuss about what's happening in your Current in the community currently, all right? That's it. Next week, you knock on their door again. And what do you wanna do? You wanna start developing a relationship with the people in your community. You want people to see you. You want people to see your name, to see your signs, everything. The number one lead seller's lead source is open houses. So, all right. And by the, by the way, Riley, Anthony, all those top agents, and he said it. I asked him in the, Anna, I don't know if you remember, but I asked Riley, will you ever take an open? I asked Riley, the number one agent in Miami in terms of listings. I asked him, Riley, would you take an open, uh, uh, an overpriced listing? And what did he say? He said, I'll take an overpriced listing every day of the week. Why? Because you never know when they're going to lower the price. That's what he said. It's going to give you free marketing. It's going to give you increase the chances of people seeing you every single day. So maybe, Josefina, this is not the property that you're going to get uh, to sell right away. You never know, right? But he's not going to sell it with anybody else. So you have that overpriced listing, and at least you're doing the advertising. But make sure that once you get that listing, oh, man, make sure you advertise that property for your own benefit. And hopefully that client, because of the information you are providing him in a weekly basis, come to census and lower the price, all right? Good question, Josefina, good, good question. All right, uh, Kel says, uh, new, as new agent, the amount of information and suggestions is a bit overwhelming. I got it, I completely understand that. Please in bullet point, point form, list the first things first, Okay, so I understand that. Okay, what are the few things you need to know? So for everybody in this conversation today, everybody in this conversation, I completely understand that it can be overwhelming. Now, I'm gonna give you the six things that I already mentioned before that you need to know in your area. So forget about everything that we, we can know. I understand we don't need an age of information. We didn't even an age of information overflow. I got it, it's overwhelming. Now, let's simplify it. Forget about everything in the market, but the six things. Number one, listen, if I'm going to become an expert in my area, and if I'm going to persuade somebody to do business with me in a good sense, is because I'm offering them value. I need to let, they need to see that I'm an expert. I can just tell them that I'm an expert. So number one, I need to know exactly if in this building, I'm farming in this building, I need to know number one, number of properties for sale one bedroom, two bedroom, three, and four bedrooms. I need to know that. 
if I'm saying I'm an expert in this building, I need to know exactly how many properties for sale. Number two, the average price. Number three, the average price per square foot. Number four, what is the highest property for sale for the one, the two, the three, and the four bedrooms? Number five, the lowest for sale. And finally, the average days on the market. Very important question, Kelly. I know, Kelly, I know you. there's a lot of information, but those six things you need to know. How do you find that out? In the MLS. Very simple. Very, very simple. You have that information. Believe me. Mo believe me. Ask other agents. How many properties are for sale in your area? They don't even know. They're clueless. They have kind of an idea. Well, more or less. So, no, listen, if you're going to the doctor and you ask the doctor, doctor, are you ready for the surgery? And the doctor says, um, yeah, more or less. No, no, it can be more or less. It's yes or no. So those six things you need to know. Every single agent, whether you're new, experienced, or a top agent, you need to know that information so you can convey your value. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, Eddie says, when are you going to upload that interview? So we just uploaded the interview last week. I highly recommend it. I got great, great reviews. Eddie, right here, let me go to the Miami Real Estate Show. Let me show you right here where you can look for it. By the way, we send you emails on that, okay? So Eddie, if you go here to the uh, to Monte Organization where you guys log in for the platform, you go to uh, the Miami Real Estate Show right here, right? I highly recommend all of you guys, all of you watch this interview. This is my own social media coach, all right? Right here, highly recommended. I got great reviews from this interview. Uh, next, uh, This week, we're airing Alicia Cervera's interview. Next week, we're airing uh, Dina Golden Tire. And three weeks from now, we are airing last week's interview with uh, Raya Smith. So right here, I highly recommend you guys I highly recommend you watch this interview in the meantime, right here. I'm going to post it anyways. He uh, he gives a lot of tips. If you want to learn how to uh, maximize your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and you're going to be surprised, LinkedIn, you got to watch this interview. And please leave your comments. Whether, By the way, when I say comments, I'm not asking you to leave positive comments. If there is something you don't like and you think we can uh, improve, great. I just want you to leave comment comments and interact. So it's going to take about three to four weeks uh, to edit, to upload that, that interview. All right. And Marie, am I at a disadvantage being located in Boca? Not at all. Even the real estate news is about activities new in Miami. Well, that's only the news. All right. Uh, because we're currently in Miami and it will be impossible, Anne-Marie, to for us to know every single market. So since we are in Miami and I need to be informed, I just let my team know and my brother Daniel, just let him know, listen, post this information. But everything else, we have agents, of course, and you guys know it, we have agents from California, from Colorado, many from New York, right? So different parts of the country. The only thing that is only local to South Florida, just because my brother and I see it every day and ask him to post, it's Miami and it would be impossible just to have information about every single market, but everything else, Anna Maria applies. So thank you for that question, right? And nice to have you uh, here from Boca Raton. Diana, I would love to hear your opinion about off-market properties. What is the reason why people want to buy or work with off-market properties? Well, Diana, in the residential, in the residential market, there are not that many. 
Very, 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 very few. All right. So if you're in residential, you can forget about that market. There are going to be very few of the market properties. When people want to buy or sell, they put it in the MLS. They hire a real estate agent or at least they put it in the MLS. All right. So if, if, if you are in a different market other than residential, please write it here. Uh, commercial and I'll explain to you why. All right. But if you're in residential, I'm telling you 99.9999999% of the properties are in the MLS of the market only if the seller is not really serious, all right? But if you're serious to sell, you put in the MLS. Now, if you're doing commercial, write it down. Yes, I'm doing commercial and I'll explain to you why, all right? Uh, from your experience, what's the best day and time to perform open houses? Okay, very good question, uh, Diana. Open houses, we do them Saturdays and Sundays, usually from two to five, right? And you can do a twilight open house during the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, meaning, from six to eight. So a lot of people can go during the weekend, but some people during the weekend want to be with their family, do whatever it is, so you can catch them on the weekend. But during the week, when they're coming back from work, they see the open house, they can stop and interact with you. Some people won't do it during the week because they're too tired, because they have family obligations, and then you can see them during the weekend, right? So ideally, Fridays, I'm, I'm sorry, Saturdays and Sundays, two to five, and then six, six to eight, Tuesday, Wednesdays or Thursdays. Very, very, very good. Maureen, what is the criteria to, to do to narrow down to uh, the farm area, 80 to 90 properties sold in the last 12 months while one mile radio? Yeah, that's the criteria. And here's the thing, ideally 2,000 properties in total. And you might say, well, but in my area, I have 350 properties. Yes, but when you see the sold in the last year. Yeah, but when you see the total number of properties for sale is like three, 4,000. So it's gonna cost you a lot of money to advertise in that area. So we wanna narrow it down to ideally 2,000, 2,500, no more than that, and 80 to 90 properties sold. Very, very good, Josefina, thank you, my pleasure. Uh, yes, Diana, yes, I just started working with commercial. Of the market properties, Diana, very simple, commercial is a completely different animal, right? And the reason is many owners in the commercial space don't want to let, don't want to for the employees to know that they're selling the property. So it's a more secretive, more more network community, all right, way of doing real estate. So that's why a lot of buyers want to work with a lot of off the market properties because once it is in LoopNet, one is in one is once it is listed, it means usually that the seller, the owner of the business, have tried to sell the property and they have not been successful. It's not always the case, but sometimes it's the case. And again, many times those good uh, properties are not listed because the owners don't want the employees of the business to know that they are selling. All right, good. Kevin, how do you get off the market deals for investors? Flip, flips of portfolios right now, Kevin? Very, very, very difficult. Very difficult. Sellers put their property for sale immediately or you can go to the court my suggestion if you're going to get the flips and you know get into auctions you need to become an expert at it the auction market for you know flips and portfolio properties it is a very narrow niche and it's dominated by very few people that all they do kevin all they do it's portfolio properties it's flipping it's auctions 
so they know exactly how to do the proper research, all right, to make sure that not only is a good deal in terms of money, but very, very, very important that doesn't have the liability, all right, or the liens behind it. So if you're going to get into flipping portfolio properties, you need to truly master that because you're going to get burned. I've seen so many agents get burned buying properties at auction. Many, and flipping, right? And, and flipping properties. If you're going to do it, I mean, and there's a lot of people that are successful, but you need to become an expert at it. Very good. Uh, Mohammed, how to market? Uh, nice to see you, Mohammed. Haven't seen you in a while. All right. So, how to market my open house and, and to reach out to all the people in the neighborhood. Very good. So I'm going to give you two things. Very simple to do. Number one, you got to knock on every single bar, every single neighbor's door before the open house. That is completely free and you're giving value. You are not bothering anybody. Hey, Mohammed, how you doing? My name is Orlando Montiel. I'm doing an open house in 123 Main Street. I'd love to have you there. We're going to be talking and discussing, you know, the three things owners in this area need to do to sell their property. And I'm also going to mention, I'm going to give them a report of the five mistakes owners in the area make when selling their home. So in case, Mohammed, you're thinking on selling your home, you make sure you follow those three steps and you avoid the five mistakes. All right. Be lovely to have you there. That's one step. Number two, e-flyer for real estate. So if you are interested in doing an open house, there are three or four companies nationwide, Ana Maria, you're in Boca, nationwide, very close to us anyways, nationwide, that for $89 will send an email marketing to every single agent, every single agent talking about the open house. Remember, the agents have the traffic. Number three, one more thing, one more thing. You need to buy the list. And uh, Mohammed, I think you have it. But for those of you guys, if you don't have the list of emails, names, and phone numbers of the people that live in your zip code, you need to get it. If you don't have that, email me at Orlando at MontielOrganization.com. One more time, Orlando at MontielOrganization.com. And I'll make sure that I put you in contact with two or three companies that what can, that can provide you with that information, all right? So you can have that. And then, uh, Mohammed, you will send, all right, the information about the open house that you're about to do. Very, very, very good, all right? Uh, Eddie, I'm interested to, uh, on becoming a commercial real estate agent. Any advice? Yes, join a commercial real estate team. Do not do it on your own. Make sure you work as an assistant to a top real estate, commercial real estate broker. That's the number one advice I can give you. Do not try to go into the commercial space on your own. Start as an assistant and then you develop yourself uh, as part of the team. And then in the future, perhaps if that's your goal, you can open your own uh, division or you can open your own firm or you can be on your, your, you can have your own team, but work under a seasoned commercial real estate agent. All right. Don't do it on your own. Last question, because we got to go to respect your time. Diana, what is the best way to notify regards open houses? I think I already did that. Um, and send it to invitations. So those three things are key, right? Door knocking, very important. If you want to do it, some people don't want to do it. I respect that, uh, but it works very well. You get to uh, know people in your area. Number two, uh, send the e-flyers to all the agents. And number three, get the list of emails of owners in that area. Finally, make sure you have at least four to five, Mohammed, Diana, make sure you have at least four to five for sell signs in your area. That is key, guys, key. Mohammed, Diana, if you're doing open house on Sunday, 
it's Diana's, it's Mohammed day in that community. I mean, everybody in that community is going to find out. You're going to have balloons. You're going to have for sale signs everywhere, at least six, seven, eight. And if you can have 12 for sale signs, even better. You got to let people know that you are the right person for the job of setting their home. Right, guys, this was a great, 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 uh, a great session today. A lot of people asking questions. So, Safina, the door knocking to market the open houses, same day of the open house. Definitely. Not only the same day, but you can also do it the day before. If we can do two times, letting them know, even better. All right, guys? So it's been a pleasure to serve you today. Guys, all these questions, make sure you ask them in the forum. All right? I'm here to help you. My whole team, my brother, It's we're here to help you accelerate your process. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you, Josefina, Diana, Eddie, Mohammed, Ken. Uh, what else? Uh, Anne-Marie from Boca, Kelly, uh, Carlo, Amara. Uh, all of you, Maria, Harley, Louis, Robert, Bernardina, Julia. It's been a pleasure, Salvador. Been a pleasure to serve you today, and I will see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.